Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Here we go. 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 This is it. This is Top Flight Time Machine. I am Andy Dawson. Pow, pow, pow. I'm Sandra Lady. So what? Hello. Welcome along to what is ostensibly ostensibly the um, the mailbag deep dive, but we'll see. Yeah. Because it doesn't always yeah. work out like that, does it? Um, you got some emails in front of you, Sam? You prepared, right, you you. prepped, ready. Well, I'm. I have them in front of me. I haven't pre-read. I haven't vetted most of them. Right. Oh well. Okay. Not not on the whole, but it's been. We've had some really good topics recently that the hunters have responded to mm. very positively. We're still getting a ton of riddles, some of which are actually quite good. Yeah, we'll have to do some of them, won't we? Yeah. And I tell you what, really took off was people were fascinated with our discussion last week about the next door app which is an app for nosy neighbours. Yes. And also, we have discovered, for swingers. Well, that's what we think, um, isn't it? And local sex parties. And we've had a lot of evidence through to with that, about that. So uh, I guess that's going to be one of the main themes of this episode. I'm Stay just, tuned if you're into local a, sex parties. a quick look at mine now to see if anything's happened on my, um, my next door since I last looked. It looks like nothing's been posted at all. Everyone's gone quiet. That's weird. Well, maybe it's because you're onto them. I do know that last week, you, when you first logged on to yours, it said that there was a street get-together on Saturday at midday. But then when I tried to log on to mine, it said the same thing. So I realised that that's just a standard pinned post that all of them have. So all of the next-door groups are trying to get a, 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 a meeting in the street. Yeah. Every single street in Britain has a has a theoretical midday get together. Wow! You've got to ask yourself: Are the government behind this in some way? Behind this next door app? Are they trying to get us all in one place at one time? Because if they did their research on us as people, and by us I mean Britain, British society, Mm. and yes, I do feel that I speak on behalf of everyone in the country. One thing that is going to attract everyone, irrespective of class, creed, gender, age, is the love for a right good street party. Yeah. Whatever sort of street you live. The idea that you can all you can close off the street mm. either end from traffic, set up some stalls with cakes. Do you know what I mean? Cans for the drinkers. Um, <laughs> cakes cakes a tea urn Mm. and just fucking all fuck about in your street what's brilliant about it is that you don't have to go far because going to a party is a fucking hassle isn't it but you've got you've got quite a utopian view there of the street party i think because all of your previous street party experiences 100 percent of them i think have ended in violence Mm. yeah well we had two street parties funny enough my neighbor nickname 
Raggedy Ann mm -hmm. is literally walking past the car as we speak. Wow. She, and now, oh God, she's a very scary individual. Is she calling she up is, the drive? Is she having a look at you? She's, she's had a right good look. And what she does is, whatever it is she spots me or my wife doing, mm -hmm. she hates. She hates, like, you could be doing anything. She could see me fixing the wings of an injured sparrow. How right? did she, how did and, she demonstrate the hatred? Honestly, the the face she pulls is almost like if you were directing an actor in a film and you said, can you show me a look of disgust? Mm. If they then did it how Raggedy Ann does it, you'd go, oh, come on, that's a bit over the top. It's a bit hammy. <laughs> she literally, it's not subtle. Yeah. She looks and she contorts her face into one of, yeah, like sort of disgust and hatred. Yeah. But... You know, the only thing that makes me feel better about it is that I know the people who lived in our house before us. We know yeah. them. And she was the same with them. And all, and the neighbour on the other side feels the same way about her. And, so you've done um, a lot of research to make sure that it's not just you personally that she feels about Well, I mean, it, when we first moved in, her attitude was... I thought, this is... It was so bad... I thought, here comes another fella. I'm seeing all sorts doing the podcast out here in, in the, the car today. I mean, no, no, she's gone, but now there's a funny little fella on one of those mobility scooters. He's coming by, he's right in the middle of the road, and he's having a... I've given him a little nod there, <laughs> as if to say, all right, mate? Giving him a little You're nod. Having a, nice. little, having a little poodle along there, I'm just doing my podcast, we're just going about I'm our business I'm just podcasting, here. mate, yeah. Yeah. Just having a little podcast in, in my motor. Don't hear cast, Spotify, Apple, all the usual outlets. We've got a subscription service as well. He's an, it, it, it was an old geezer. He had a, f he, he had a f <laughs> very short legs, like, well, he was disabled. I don't know if that's the correct term to use, but he was. Differently abled. And, oh, he's up at the, he's up at the post box. I don't know what he's posting. Anyway, he had a flat cap <laughs> and enormous white sideburns, mutton chops. Right. Like, white ones. And he was going along the mobility scooter along the pavement as he approached mm. and i thought oh what's all this and then suddenly he fucking just came off the curb and it almost jumped and he took the center of the road yeah and started pootling bus he had a good look in our front window i saw him doing that yeah. and then he had a good look at me came up right close to the car and had a look at what doing i was your up podcast to. yeah all right so public doing your podcast are you local podcaster are you <laughs> look, he's come back he's giving me another look I've given him a thumbs up this time and he's one of those guys who I've called his bluff. I've given him a thumbs up and a smile, and he's quickly looked away and yeah, sped up. But ah, is. fuck off, mate. <laughs> Kill you with kindness. Yeah, yeah, you think you think that that nosy Parker act is going to put me on the back foot, but it's not, mate. No. Because... I've got to talk to you. I, I just remember what the fucking... I'm just following the, the orders of my old mate, the Archbishop, aren't I? <laughs> Don't fear love. I could have feared that cunt. Scuttling around on his mobility scooter up yeah. and down my street, having a look, at having a look for everyone's yeah. window, trying to stare me out while I'm podcasting. I just giving him a thumbs up. All right, mate, I love you. Yeah, he's I love off. you, and I'm here for you. And he's like, "Oh, fuck off!" <laughs> <laughs> this feels like a new, um, a new offshoot podcast. Delaney watches the world go by. I know because last <laughs> night when I did it in the car, it was in the dark and it was outside the pub. I couldn't see anything. Yeah. Doing it now is great, and I've already—I haven't even said—but you know, 
my interactions with the extensive local cat community. Yeah. I've seen some cats as well. They'll be here soon. Any luck, we might get a live sight in a fat black cat. I think what we're going to have to do, Sam, we're going to have to both go out in our cars at the same time and do a podcast and just yeah. talk about what we can see for half an hour. <laughs> yeah. It's gonna, we should do a new episode. Instead of mailbag, scratch mailbag yeah. or do it supplement on another day just called What We Can yeah, See. We'll just go to a local car park. Top light time machine. Welcome to Wednesday's What We Can See yeah. episode where the two of us go out in our respective areas at either end of the country and just report yeah, on what we'll we can it. see. I'll go to the look yeah. I'll go to the local Asda. You go to your local park <laughs> yeah. or somewhere like that. <laughs> and we'll just have a look at what's going on. <laughs> It's fucking good, man. I'll go to a different part. I mean, today I'm right outside my house. Yeah. I'm parked outside from my house. So that's quite good. I'm on home turf and I, I know a lot of the backstory of the people and things I'm seeing. Mm. I didn't finish about Raggedy Ann. Raggedy Ann was so mean when we first moved in that I actually thought, shit, maybe I shouldn't have bought here. Maybe she's going to be a real problem neighbour. Mm. But she's piped down quite a lot. The worst, like, there, there's been some, there's been some bad incidents, like when she shouted at my wife accusing her of putting our rubbish in her bins Ooh. i've talked about that before slubber a we haven't b if we had <laughs> even if we had like why would we do that we've got a bit people do that right? though some people but, do that but but why do they when what's what, what would you gain the, from their own it build, their own bins are full it happens okay fine but all right so place. it happens i didn't know that but listen secondly why does it matter? It's all going to the same. Yeah. Whether exactly. my rubbish is in my bin or your bin, it makes no fucking odds to anyone. Unless it means that Raggedy Ann's bin's going to be full up as well, then I can see yeah. that it doesn't really matter a jot, does it? But people get, but people anyway, get very proprietorial about their bins, though, don't they? Well, they fucking shouldn't. Hmm. And um, This could be a new campaign we could start. My bin is your bin. Bins my for all. bin is your bin. Your bin is my bin. <laughs> Seriously, though, cunters. Put your rubbish in my bin. It's there <laughs> for you. <laughs> Listen, if you've got any bin issues that you would like Andy and I to discuss and assess in our new mm. regular item, bin court, <laughs> right? <laughs> Get in touch, and we will try and um, solve the problem. But I have to tell you, our solution to it will always be the same. It will be based, It will come from a place of love, yeah, understanding, yeah. and compassion. No My bin is your bin. There, there will be no wrongs or rights. We're not going to say, yeah, your neighbour's a cunt. We're going to say, reach out to your neighbour, mm -hmm. explain to them that all the rubbish that we, mankind, are creating is going to be end up coming back on all of us mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a sin it's a, it's a collective sin yeah the rubbish we are all generating together it is you know and there's no solution and to it god, either god god will ultimately punish us so all john god yeah i'm sick of this fucking rubbish everywhere right it's and no i'm sorry it's like at school if what if, if one of you talks that's the old class being held back and that is the way i am treating mankind you're all fucking responsible and you're all being fucking punished. This right? place because is like a fucking tip. It's Look a fucking state, tip, it? right? When I left it, when I first sent our kid down, right, it was just mainly desert. Yeah, right. Bad it jungle. Were, it, were, it were very like Star Wars, in yeah. fact. Tata like Tatooine. And Bethlehem was basically like Tatooine, right? Fine. 
I knew it needed some work. It needed improvements. I thought soon enough they'll learn how to do plumbing and that, right? But for fuck's sake, now it is it is a cesspit, right? <laughs> the crap you buy and throw away. The worst is Halloween, right? And people think that I'm against Halloween because it's all about celebrating Moss's name, Satan. But that the main problem is the plastic shite you buy your kids. They use it for one night, the fucking plastic pumpkin-shaped yep. buckets, and then it ends up in fucking landfill. It goes on a boat all the way to fucking China, and they throw it all in a big fucking pit. You don't even fucking keep it for next year. Perfectly reusable plastic, innit? Yeah. Not going to go off, not going to rot. You fucking idiots. And that is why soon you will all face my wrath. There'll be a reckoning and you'll have fucking brought it on yourselves. I haven't decided what it's going to be yet. It could be a flood. It could be locusts falling from the sky. Could be a huge fucking fireball. I haven't decided. But whatever it is, it's not going to be pretty. I might just start interfering with your sky dishes. Like, lots. Like, really often. <laughs> so it really gets on your nerves. Don't know have yet. You seen, have you seen Superman 3, the one with Richard Pryor, <laughs> where they hack into all the computers and everything goes mad? Yeah. Right? It's got, I got a few good ideas from that I film. Don't like it's that. one of my favourites. Because you are relying right? on your computers a lot now, don't you? I've noticed. Don't think I, I haven't noticed. The, <laughs> the computers go mad. They start, the printers start printing reams and reams of nonsense. Gibberish. Like gibberish stuff, right? Out of control, you can't handle all the paper firing out, right? The traffic lights are all over the place, right? Green man, red man, green man, red man, green man, red man, right? Fucking the cash points are spewing money everywhere. Fucking bedlam. Could do that. Could be a Superman 3 situation. I don't know. Might be, might not. I haven't decided yet. <laughs> Could be like in Ghostbusters, where the big fucking Michelin man comes, the stape of fucking marshmallow con. I could send someone like him, fucking, you know, bowling about your local town. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I'm capable of literally anything. I'm fucking God. <laughs> That's why we should all be more God fearing. Yeah. So um, I'm looking at my um, next door, and there's the top story is that the. A letter from the local MP was was uh, delivered at quarter to midnight at someone's house. Um, An MP? Yeah, MP's like a, like a, a newsletter, or it might be one of them things to say, vote for Keir Starmer or whatever in the, the Labour election. Oh, yeah. But the yeah. local MP, Julie Elliott, has been sending out letters and it's been delivered at quarter to midnight at someone's house. Uh, and she says, it's quarter to midnight. It seems strange somebody would be posting these kinds of letters so late at night without a secondary motive. Dun, dun, dun. Oh. What is the secondary motive? <laughs> Imagine if it's a calling through the fucking letter. Bang, bang, bang. Hello, <laughs> it's me, Keir Starmer. <laughs> Sir Keir Starmer, if you don't mind. <laughs> I wonder if I can rely on your vote as the next leader of the Labour Party. Are you up? Sorry it's a bit late, I- but I've had a lot of houses to get to. I've been up the pub. Listen, I was on my way back. I thought I'd take the opportunity while I was passing. Are you awake? Do a bit of canvassing. <laughs> I haven't got any other agenda, if that's what you're thinking. But if you're up, let us in, because I'm busted. I could do with using your lab. Hey, I got to these chips while I use your bog. <laughs> I, I repeat, there is no secondary agenda. <laughs> Uh, and some of the replies, uh, someone says, sounds a bit dodgy. 
Someone else says, got mine quite late last night as well, now to worry about. Um, someone else says, any communications I receive from the Labour Party are immediately placed in the recycling bin. Oh. To which the original poster says, think you're missing the point of my post here. Quite, <laughs> quite right. So I don't know. I don't, I'm don't. i just scrolling down. I don't think there's been any resolution with this. Um, no. No, just, just general um, apathy, really, about that. Sandra Johnson says, good job it didn't come through mine and start the dogs off. I'd go ballistic. But uh, there we are. Late deliveries. Uh, there late. was some sexy things. Let me see if I can find it. Uh, no, I can't find the sexy things. I'll keep um, looking. Um, there's been some other good stuff, though. Let's have a look here. Oh, there's this email. Uh, we mentioned Simon Groom in one of the episodes last we week. We did. Because why wouldn't Formally we have done? Peter, yeah. Greg Conboy has emailed us about a Simon Groom story. Right. Um, says, you mentioned Simon Groom on the podcast recently, mm-hmm. which reminded me of a good story I was told when he was guest of honour at a Derby County game back in the day because he was a celebrity Derby fan. He was introduced on the pitch at half-time and got a rousing cheer. Then the Derby fans started singing to the tune of Here We Go, Here We Go, Here We Go, with S- with Simon Groom waving cheerily throughout. Simon Groom, Simon Groom, <laughs> Simon Groom, <laughs> Simon Groom. Si- no, Simon Groom, Simon Groom, Simon Groom, Simon Groom, Simon Groom. Twat! <laughs> At that point, Simon's cheery wave dissolved and he was quietly led off. Love to hear from Derby fans if this was true. Keep up the good work. I don't think that reflects well on Derby fans. I mean, Simon no. Groom was a good guy. And, uh, what, and singing the Top Flight Time Machine theme? No, it, I, I got it wrong. Right. It was, because uh, he's written, here we go, here we go. So I'm uh, thinking, yeah, here yeah. we go, here we go. Yeah. But in fact, it was Simon Groom, Simon Groom, yeah. Simon Groom, 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 twat. Yeah. That would need to be pre-orchestrated. It's it's mean. If it's true, mm. it's mean. But I don't know whether it's true. But I don't think that's it's, fair. It's, it's this thing again, isn't it? Because celebrities are in the public eye. They're automatically fair game for things like that. They're mm. not. They're ordinary people. Well, like you yeah, or I. But having said that, you, I would, I would be nervous if I went out on the pitch at West Ham, mm. like. Oh, from Top Flight Time Machine, mm. we have got celebrity pharmacist beta, mm. Sam Delaney, and he's going to come out on the pitch and do the half-time raffle, right? Mm-hmm. I would be nervous because you can get a bad reaction and it from would mean it, it, it would be a lot more hurtful if it was from your own people. Yeah, I guess you're right. Your yeah, own yeah. West Ham people. Yeah. Reject- betrayed. Like the run yeah, of the litter that's been I remember, rejected by I, the mother, almost. Remember, yeah. Remember um, the, you know, obviously, how could you forget my best mate's dad, Steve Jones, and Pyramid Game. Yeah. And I've told you about when he managed to, he took us there a couple of times when he was doing some corporate work yeah. for West Ham. And him, he went on the pitch, and I hesitate to repeat this story because I know it triggers you, but... He did a double header at half time on the pitch with Karen Keating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I feel the triggering. I can feel the triggering. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
and uh, Karen Keaton, of course, a worthy successor to Sarah Green on the Blue Peter sofa. Definitely an upscale, if anything. Yeah. And then who replaced her? Fucking Anthea Turner, who wasn't too bad back then either. Mm, dubious. I never took to Anthea oh. Turner. I was never triggered by Anthea Turner. Did lot. you? She was a bit yeah, too smiley and cheery and. Yeah, you like them dark and moody, the, don't there you? There was something of the night about Karen Keating. <laughs> well, anyway, they went on the pitch right. at this game we went to. And I was pretty young, but I remember shitting myself thinking, fucking hell, I hope they don't give Steve any shit. Because yeah. it'll be super awkward if they do. Mm. But he kept it simple. He didn't try to... He, he's a pro. He was charming, but he didn't try to overly ingratiate himself with the fan base. Mm. That's the sort of thing I could imagine myself doing. Because he... Oi, oi! Come on, you irons! It's me, San Delaney! Well, what have you? Yeah. I've had a season ticket for 30 years! Yeah. <laughs> Delaney, you cunt! <laughs> oh, they say... Fuck off! Oh, no. Fuck the whole off! You're stadium singing... a pharmacist! Delaney... The whole stadium is singing Delaney's a cunt in tandem. <laughs> You're a mug, Delaney. You're, we reject you. We reject you. Never come to the stadium again. You're being rejected. We're casting you out, Delaney. You've resorted to the medium of podcasting because you've been rejected by all conventional mediums. <laughs> You're out. Get out. We're casting you out of the West Ham family. <laughs> and then you wake up with a cold sweat and reach for the Terminator. <laughs> No, you haven't. It was just another nightmare, <laughs> like last night's and the nights before. Jalapeño. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Jalapeño. I mean, t- to be fair, I mean, I'm not, I'm not criticising Steve Jones of the Pyramid Game here, but his look was not, was not one of, let's say, an East End man of the people, was it? He, it well, he's not. He, he's not from London. Well, well, there you he's, go, then. He was Scottish. So he's not. He was Scottish. Was he not a West Ham fan then? No, his son was like right. my my mate, and so he because he was an excellent father. Mm-hmm. He basically. I, I don't know how it happened, but I think I think that what he did was because my mate was a massive West Ham fan because there was a little group of us who all were at like primary school. Mm. He sort of 
got in with West Ham because of that. Right. He got in, he said, I'm, I'm available to do work for you, mm. corporate stuff, if you want, because my son's a big fan. And it was sort of like, if you can sort us tickets, I'll come and do, you know, whatever you need. Yeah. And I think that's what he did. He, he did it for uh, for his son. Nice but, but I remember we, he was a Crew fan, so I, I think he was half Scottish. But I think he might have grown up in Crew, right? Because when we got Crew in the cup, we went, and he went on the pitch at half time to do something, and he wore a half Crew, half West Ham scarf in the days long before those things were a thing. So we, it was made specially. We think he'd requested it. We think that Steve Jones pioneered the half and half scarf. The half and half scarf, yeah. Fucking hell. And. I go. To, I remember saying to my mate, "I went fucking hell. What's your dad wearing that scarf for?" And he went, "Mate, he went. That's not the half of it." He said, "I had to talk him out of getting a half and half full tracksuit commission." Wow, wow. Steve Jones at the Pyramid Game in a half and half crew Alexandra West Ham United that tracksuit. Is, that is going the extra mile. That is incredible. Yeah. He really. I mean, yeah, you know, but that's Steve. He's a he's a gentleman, yeah. and he wanted to he wanted to show everyone yeah. that you know he could love both of them. Yeah, is he retired now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is he? Yeah, he's pretty much. I mean, he's still. I think he's still available for work. I guess, right. but he, he did. I did a bit. I gave him some voiceover work for a project I was working on last year because he's still got a fantastic voice, but he doesn't have a regular show mm. now. He hasn't withdrawn from public life or anything like that. He's not. Uh, uh, no, no he's, he's happy. If you see him in the street, feel free to approach him right. as long as you're good mannered and polite. Okay. Yeah. Right. Good. That's that. Settled. Tell you what, I'm going to do. I'm now going to start filming this on my phone. I'm going <laughs> yeah, to try to so we can put this out. Hang on a minute. There we go. Um, and we can put it out for the IFS cutters. Um, oh, what's happened there, Sam? Just as I began yeah, the film. The phone's, the phone's fallen off the steering wheel. The phone's wheel. fallen off the steering wheel. Just so they can Sorry, have a look and now. see your car. Are you filming now? I'm filming now, yeah. I think so. Oh, Ooh. it's gone again. Shit. Hello, cunters. Yeah. Here I am so we are. in my car rig. Sam in this car rig. The sun is setting. The oh, it's gone again. Um, I can describe to you. There's a local dog walker approaching on my right. Yeah. I'll get a good look at his dog in a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, there's not much else going on. You need on. No to local unpause cats. your video there because it just says Sam's video paused on the screen. Oh, that's because yeah. the notification came. Right. Up. Okay. All right. So here comes a geezer. I don't recognise him. Ah, I'm not stranger. sure if he's a, one of the residents of the street. Doesn't look too happy. Looks like he's had a tough day. Are you able to he's turn got... your uh, press the button to turn your camera around so we can have a look? There we go. There you go. Quick glance. Quick glance. I don't want to give too much no, exactly. away about the street. Oh, the phone's gone again. Coming over. I, I don't want a load of cunters coming think, think over here bothering me outside I, my rig. I think we got a close-up of your balls there that time when the phone went down. Oh, that's nice. That's yeah. good. Um, yeah. Right. Yeah. I'll probably so, just press stop. I can just press this as well, and then I become the centre of the... Uh, yeah, get, get yourself in it as well. my rig. There we are. This is rig hot content. And then I go back to you again. There we go. This is probably making grit listening for the yeah. uh, for the cunters. Well, mate, if you're not, if you're IFS, you can watch this. If you're not, well, you're missing out. Bad luck. Just, you don't we're, get we're to going, see a close-up of old Delaney man's balls. And I'll stop that now. Stop screen recording. Yes, stop. <clears throat> right. Okay. Do you want a riddle? Yeah. Do you want yeah. A riddle? Let's have. Let's have a riddle. 
Yeah. This is from Big Mike. Um, and it goes like this. A lazy eye and a sweet, sweet prick. <laughs> right. A gent of the game, never a dick. He lifted the cup, his greatest success. It was a crap game. A knee was a mess. And what was a mess? Well, a knee. A knee was well, a that, mess. Yeah, the only, the only thing you can think of where a knee was a mess Gaza, was... Um, 91. Was Gaza, but that was not a crap game. That was a brilliant game, wasn't it? Well, I can't remember anything but so, the rest of it. It was, uh, I think it was 2-1 to Spurs, but yeah. it wasn't a crap game. It was, a Gary it was good. No, it wasn't the Gary Mabbott game. No, I think, I'm thinking who lifted the cup that day then for Spurs. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, it was actually, but he didn't have a lazy eye, did he? A little bit. A sweet, sweet prick. Is that a, a sweet, sweet... Oh, I know. What? Because he was diabetic. Yes, this Gary Mabbott. A yeah. sweet, sweet prick. A gent of the game, yeah. never a dick. Yeah, because yeah, Gary Mabbott was famously nice. He lifted the cup. His greatest success. It was a crap game. And he was a mess. Yeah, yeah there it is. Gary it, Mabbott. Mate. Thanks yeah. very much. Next, I've got an email here from Lewis Clare, who, of course, oh, regular the listeners the Diversified our, Farmer. Yeah. Favourite Diversified Farmer. At the yeah. moment, anyway. Um, other Diversified Farmers, please get in touch if you want to pitch your wares at us. Uh, yeah. And Lewis has sent an email, which is just quite simply entitled... King Neptune the War Pig. Do you want to hear it? Oh, yeah. Yeah, definitely. It's just a link that he sent re- really to a piece uh, about the reign of King Neptune, the Navy's $250 million pig. Um, and this was King Neptune, a fat swine who managed to raise over $250 million <laughs> in modern dollars, that's, that is, for the US Navy by selflessly auctioning off every part of his porcine being for a battleship that never got made. How can he auction himself off? A pig can't do that. I don't know how, how this How can he make the works? arrangements? He couldn't do all the paperwork with his trotters. Basically, they were selling him off in bonds, in war bonds, and people would pledge $100, say, for a leg, $300 for a shoulder. Uh, and he would do personal appearances, and people would buy bonds for part of him. It's a bit like that thing where you... Jesus Christ, what's happened there, Sam? Sorry. I'm going to hold my phone for the rest of this. It's a bit like that yeah. thing where you can buy a part of the moon online, can't you, for like 25 quid. Is that right? I yeah. didn't know that. Well, it might be all gone now, I don't know. As if it's all available for sale I anyway. I don't want it in anyway. I'm not a fan of the moon. No, you've uh, got a problem with the moon, That would be a complete waste of money. Yeah. I don't like don't it. Don't trust it, do you? Don't, I don't like the look on his fucking face. Um, I don't want... Yeah, I don't believe in that. I'm not interested in buying bits of things. I think that's a fucking rip-off scheme yeah, whenever they do shit like that. That's what happened, basically. He would go around um, different appearances in different towns and they'd raise money uh, and they got a warship out of it. $19 million in World War Two bonds, $250 million in modern-day money. Uh, and when he died, King Neptune was given a Navy funeral with full military honours and he was buried under a headstone which noted the pig's, pig's efforts to help make a free world. He was the pig of freedom. There we are. So that's freedom nice. pig. Yeah. Well, we've got so many war animals. It's becoming a really um, big regular thing on the show and the newsletter now is war animals, mm. um, which we're big fans of. Who knew uh, that there'd be so many to report on? Stuart Ives, who's uh, Australian IFS division, a regular uh, counter correspondent, 
has written an email saying my gaffer is a lampard he says hi lads over the last six or so months i've been getting to know my gaffer at work and he seems a lovely man last week however i noticed him printing out some rather aggressive signage at work in capitals drop and kiss only no parking you'll be photographed and reported <laughs> to the authorities drop and kiss drop and kiss where's he work it must be a what school does that mean? i gave him a puzzled look oh yeah when school he printed gotcha yeah he, he printed 50 of the cunts at work. <laughs> T- turns out, when he's not gaffering, he's loitering at his son's school, <laughs> making sure parents don't park where they aren't meant to. He'll sit there and photograph everyone and send the photos of licence plates, this is so Lampard, to the school and the local council for no other reason than, in quotes, it pisses him off when they park there. He's not even, he's got no official role. And it doesn't... This is... What really defines a Lampard in life is when they get annoyed by things, annoyed or angry, and involved Mm. in things that don't directly affect them in any way. Do you know Mm. what I mean? Uh, Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, know, I mean, listen, there's plenty of heroes who aren't Lampards, like Hannibal Smith from the A-Team or Edward Woodward in The Equaliser, who get involved in situations that don't affect them. But that's different because those are injustices. If you see an injustice, if you see that a little person being the victim of injustice at the hands of the powerful, sure, get involved. That's great. But when it's just when it's just something that there is no injustice, it's just something that you take exception to, yeah, and you get involved you make it and your get involved. Yeah, you're a fucking Frank Lampard. <laughs> yeah, that, well, right. please send in. More examples of Lamparding in your area and in your life. We'll have some more of them. Yeah, thank, thanks for that, uh, Stuart Ives. There's that the, is, uh, he is definitely, your gaffer is definitely a massive Lampard. I've just noticed this as well, getting back to the Next Door app, which is kind of Lampard in Central, really, isn't it? The Next Door app, yeah. technically. <laughs> yeah, definitely. Um, this is from Kira Howard, and she says, These are my top three posts from my Next Door app. My neighbourhood is West Harrow, which is northwest London. Um, yeah. Please don't read out the names because I couldn't be bothered to scribble over them. So, okay, we'll, we'll, we'll not do that. But one of them just says, uh, humming noise. Uh, has anyone got any idea what's that humming noise around North Harrow Gym? It's really annoying <laughs> and it's not the first time. So, mm. turns out, someone replies, it's a fire alarm air ventilation system that's going off in the flats next door to the gym. So, there we are. Problem solved. Number two, um, someone says, I saw four fire engines on Alexander Avenue by this clinic today at lunchtime. Was there a fire there? Does anyone have any information? So he's just like fucking, you know, a busybody. Has anyone fucking got any gossip bodies. about the fire engines? Was there a fire? Yeah. Did anyone die? Fuck There's off. There's so much boredom in the world, isn't there? Good job we do five episodes a week. If not, there'd be people getting themselves into all sorts of fucking and problems. Someone replied to it with a link to the uh, London Fire website. And it's listed on there. Finally, person caught urinating at a house on High Warple yesterday at 7.49pm. And they've used one of those ring doorbell things with the cameras on. Um, okay. And they've got... they've got That's the right very, Lampard thing to yeah, buy as is, well. It? Yeah, they've got a very yeah. clear bit of footage of someone having a piss next to the house. So, um, do you know you who they thought, are? It says. Because you're out on the road so much. I oh, know, go on, finish That's that. That's it. Yeah, there's no well, no replies. When to you're it. out on the because you're out on the road so much with Top Flight or with Mints, have you ever thought about getting a dog cam 
in your rig so you can watch your dog and what what the cunt's no, up to when I you're out. Because well, he gets you know he, he gets farmed out to my parents. He stays with my parents, so he's usually all right. Yeah. What we have done before is we set the iPad up in front of the TV and did it <laughs> on. Um, we didn't video. We did it the, the the thing where it takes a frame every thirty seconds or something. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so we had like a short video of kind of what he'd been up to. That must have been out. fascinating. It was great. What did he do? Well, what did he do? He kind of um, he sat on the arm of the armchair and looked towards the window after we yeah. got out, and then he looked towards the door for a while, and then he lay on the yeah. floor, and then he was up again on the arm of the chair. Uh, he was discombobulated. That's all I'm going to say. Did he seem? Did he seem sad? Yeah, he wasn't happy. He was discombobulated because we'd gone out. And I and think did all that, dogs are probably like this you when you feel? leave them. How did, did that make feel you feel? Good at all. Made me feel bad. Yeah. But if so, it seemed fine, if it seemed totally fine and no different yeah. to usual and having quite a good time, I don't know, yeah. you know, <laughs> make yourself a cup of tea, see what's yeah. on the box, whatever. I mean, I always leave oh, the telly might, on for him. I leave Sky Sports News I'm, on for him. I might watch... Uh, I might watch that Tears for Fears documentary. <laughs> I've heard that's good. <laughs> Apparently, it's dead good. I could do. I could leave. I could leave Top Flight Time Machine on all the episodes while yeah. I'm out. So my voice is there, and he's reassured. I love the Keen Odyssey. That's my favourite. <laughs> but I've got I'll to say, I've got to say, the Melchester stuff is the best stuff they've ever done. Yeah. Really is. I can't admit. I nearly got bored of it during the Earth Tournament stuff. I found that a bit indulgent. <laughs> but they're back on track now. <laughs> <laughs> Have you got anything else? Should we end on... We're almost done. All right, we'll end on one last um, uh, riddle then. This is from Carl Williams. Mm-hmm. Just like my father, orange is my colour. Royalty with a famous twist. Doomed to manage Sash's hit. I thought to myself, welcome to hell. Well, that's fucking Roy Keane, isn't it? Doomed to, man- doomed to manage what? Sash's hit. Sash. Oh, God. Who's Sash? What was Sash's hit single again? Can't remember. I've never heard of Sash. When I thought Orange, Orange and Father and Son, I thought Jordi Cruyff. Just like my father, Orange is my colour. Oh, yeah, Jordi Cruyff. Hmm. There's a dog walker loitering outside my house. He's having a right good. We've got a blind uh, on the front of our house. Mm. It looks out onto the street, Mm -hmm. and the and when when the lights on in the evening, and the um, when the lights on and it gets dark outside, it's you see straight in, Right. right? And you would not believe the amount of cunts who don't just glance they stop and have a right good fucking stare in my front room and i i notice it sometimes when i'm in the front room but sitting here they don't know that i'm in the car and i'm watching them and some cunt he stopped his dog was sniffing around at my front gate and while he he let his dog loiter on purpose because he stopped and thought oh i'll use this as an excuse to stand it and he's had a good look in hasn't he and my wife and kids the cunt i should have cracked up behind him and whacked him over the head with my microphone oh hey that's enough looking can't get your own fucking family. <laughs> Probably a pharmacist, mate. Yeah, kissing the but joint. They, but they all do it. We we uh, in my mum's house growing up. That's a terraced house, and so it was right, right, you know, on on the street. And we and people used to walk in, 
walk by and have a really fucking good look. Mm. And it annoyed us. It's why people have neck curtains, really, I but we don't is. have yeah, neck well, curtains. Well, you're bringing it on yourself, really. You're like those fuckers at the Tate Modern who bought the flats opposite and complained that people looked in the window. You know, yeah. if, you're lifting, well, anyway. if you're lifting your skirts up, people are going to look, mate. I know, well, I should keep the blind down. But anyway... The, they walked past and it used to fuck me off so much. Me and my brother, <laughs> we'd sometimes flip the bees to people, <laughs> right? And they'd go, oh, and, and run off. And then one time we were really bored, we'd sit there in the afternoon. If it was, you know, when it gets dark outside but light inside, that's when it really, it was almost like an attraction to the eye then. Yeah. And so out of boredom, we got a piece of card and I made the V sign with my hand, mm. and he drew around it with a black marker. Yeah. And so we drew a hand flicking the Vs. Right. And then we wrote, <laughs> fuck off, fuck mind off. your own business. <laughs> and then we stuck this bit of card to a wooden spoon, right? <laughs> and one of us kept look out the side of the fucking thing, and we'd say, someone's coming, someone's coming. And we'd sit and watch the telly, so we wouldn't look at the window, but we would just flick the the card up mm. when someone walked past and had a look just to you know sort of a casual kind of keep walking cunt yeah and <laughs> it was great to see people's reaction they would jump out of their skin occasionally <laughs> someone would see the funny side and laugh but you know sometimes you've got to do shit it's like a good that measure just to of, pass, it's a good measure of people time. and whether they've got a sense of humour or not that isn't it how they react to that if they're laughing yeah, exactly. they're good people if they don't if they get upset then they're fucking the 97% aren't they yeah precisely right mate who was the answer to that there riddle is the answer there well he's written at the top who's it from it's from carl williams and he's written at the top a riddle featuring roy Keane. so well does that mean it is roy Keane? No, because um there's no answer other than that he hasn't done the thing written in white like some people do so he's going to have to get in touch and tell us. Um, but he goes, I talk to myself, welcome to hell. Well, Keane played with Cruyff, didn't he, at Manchester United? Georgie Cruyff, yeah, I suppose he did. What was the big sachet? Royal, was... Royal with a famous twist. What's that mean? Right. Royal with a... Sash released the single Ecuador in 1997 oh, oh so he, he managed Ecuador so is, it, is it Carlos Quiroz oh yeah hang on just like my father orange is my colour no who's his father manager of Ecuador Geordie Cruyff maybe Geordie Cruyff manager of Ecuador really yeah, that's what it is ah you've done it mate done it cracked it you've cracked the fucking code yeah fuck off Carl Williams yeah, and also fuck off the Enigma machine because we've got our own and its name's fucking Andy Dawson. So if any cunt's going to try and fucking go to war with us, just know that we've got fucking Andy Dawson that's better than the Enigma machine. He will crack any fucking code. Bring your fucking dinner. That's it yeah. for this one. We might, for the Friday episode, both go out in our cars and just have a bit of a look at stuff. <laughs> it's a not? great idea. Because I'm going to choose somewhere and it, you'll be surprised. I don't know where, yeah. but it will be somewhere interesting in my locality. Definitely see him here. Right, yeah. we'll do that then.
Okay. Um, we've got Michael Owen and Melchester coming up for the IFS over the next couple of days. Yeah. And the keynote to see for people. Oh, can I say something important oh. that I put in the newsletter? Yeah. And it seems like things that normal podcasts do. Mm, okay. And I, you know, obviously, I'm proud to not call ourselves a normal podcast, but. Go on iTunes and fucking rate us and give us five star reviews. Oh, Many people have them, does which it? I appreciate. No fucker reads that stuff. No, but algorithms. Yeah. Bollocks. Algorithms, mate. Okay. Algorithms, and also it will get your new and it will get your noteworthy on. I don't think iTunes would ever feature us because of all the swearing that we do. Mm. Um, do you know what I mean? But they might, and if they do, you get more listens. Right, yeah, I, I think I don't think that's how it works, but never mind. Be better off going on Twitter and just talking about how great we are. All right, that'll do more good. Yeah, yeah, do that as well. Do what kid, they call yeah. what do they call it? A thunderclap or something like that. When everyone talks yeah, about the same thing at the same time. Get thunderclapping. Shall we do that? We'll do a thunderclap next week. We'll get that going. Yeah, good. Nice All one. right, let's do that. All right, TTFN cunts. See you, cunts. Even on a budget, quality is non-negotiable. That's why Quince is the place to score high-end essentials at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Get your hands on buttery soft cashmere sweaters from just 60 bucks, Italian leather jackets, and so much more. And the best part about Quince? They exclusively partner with factories committed to safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Elevate your style without the elevated price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns.